Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The national treasure, the two-time NWA World Heavyweight Champion, the former Impact World Champion is here on Rebellion. Wow, look at this. It's Nick Aldis. With the Impact World title in hand, showing his respect for the world champion, Alex Shelley. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Well, now Saban into the ring, chasing after all this. So much for the respect he mentioned earlier tonight, Tom. Nick Aldis showing his true colors. The notorious Nick Aldis has finally stood up. Slammiversary is presented by Impact Wrestling on July the 15th. The main event will see Alex Shelley for the first time in Slammiversary history defending the Impact World title. Uh, and he'll do so with the word Impact embossed in reverse on his forehead, thanks to the gentleman who is with me today. He's the number one contender for the Impact World title, set to main event against Alex Shelley. It is, of course, Nick Aldis. Nick, how you doing, sir? I'm wonderful, Tom. Can I just, first of all, can I congratulate you on your professionalism, but right out of the shoot, just promoting the pay-per-view, getting the date, getting it, getting all the necessary stuff. And then secondly, for being, I think, maybe the first and only ever professional wrestling interview that has included the word embossed. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably some blokes in the West Midlands have said boss, but not embossed. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've, just we're, been, we're... you've just been embossed. He really well. If you can get that in at some point, I'd be very yeah. proud. All right, I'll try. Now then, we 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 saw you embossing Alex Shelley on Impact to the night. Uh, uh, what were you saying to Alex Shelley as he lay on the ground? I was trying to lip read you, sir. You 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 were about to hand him the belt. You decided to hand it in via his forehead, mm-hmm. and and as he's on the ground, you're reading in the riot act. What were you saying to Alex Shelley? Nick? I, I told. I'll tell you exactly what I said. I said, "How dare you disrespect me? I'm sick. I'm sick and tired of this shit. I'm sick and tired of being disrespected." You disrespected me, and that's the last time you disrespect me, and this is the last time uh, that you'll see me holding this championship where I'm not the world champion. Uh, I'll tell you what happened. So if you go back, it's a it's a it's a ten person tag. Okay, I was 100 effective in that match. Right, I, I had one I had one tag in I, I, while I was in there. Boom! I I dropped Kenny King with a nice a nice suplex, and uh, I, I tag out because I'm a team player, Tom. Right, like you know, sometimes you you know, sometimes you got a dribble, sometimes you got a pass, sometimes you got a shoot. Right, and I 
I had my, had my moment, took it round a couple, you know, to use the football analogy, took it round a couple of players, made a nice pass, yeah? Then Chris Saban gets, goes in there and decides he's going to try a Maradona 86 and just try to carry the whole thing by himself. And he's just, oh, he's in there. And the next thing you know, he's, he's, completely he's completely in deep water and he's getting and he's you know they're running train on him okay and we're standing there going what, what was this about what glory hound like why like you know he's, he's and you know he almost lost us the match which would have been completely embarrassing because you know you've got the two world champions okay and the two number one contenders right on this team like we should have we should have mopped the floor with these guys okay now Saban, I won't take anything away from him. He's a he's a, a very talented wrestler and very experienced. Luckily for him, he had the experience to be able to find a way out, find an escape. And I'm standing right there. Yeah. Now, if you've got a choice of who to tag when it's time to clean house, right? I think it's pretty obvious who you should be tagging. But no, no, he's got to tag his mate. He's got to tag Alex Shelley and it's got to be all about them. Because they've put this pressure on themselves to go, oh, it's the machine guns era. Oh, it's about us because we deserve it. And oh, people on the internet like us and we, we do cool moves and we're so underappreciated. And uh, uh, uh. so he tags in Shelly and Shelly, oh, you know, not take anything away from him. He, he does come in. He is very effective and he, 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 he blows a hell of a comeback. But the truth is, is that he should have tagged me, right? Common sense would have, would have said, tag in Aldous here. This is, you know, that's, that that's that's in, in that situation uh, logic would you know should prevail but no he had to go with emotion and he tags in Shelley and Shelley's greedy I mean he's already had his moment he's won the world title and he's you know he's, he's had his he's had his big hooray me and you know big circle jerk backstage and it but no he has to he has to steal all the glory in this too and they did all that to disrespect me yeah they do that just to just to just to try to show look look it's about guys like us now not guys like him uh, and you know, and, and so I, I was, I felt, I felt very irritated because I thought, what am I even doing here? You know, uh, you know, it seems like you two just want, you know, you should, they, if you, if you're so good, you should have just done it by yourselves. Cause I mean, they basically tried to do it anyway. You disrespected me. So, uh, so I said, all right, fine. If, if that's the way you want to play it, you want to try to middle me and try to, you know, present me as this, uh, you know, something other than the greatest threat to the world championship that currently exists in impact wrestling. I'll show you. And so I, I uh, you know, I decided to, you know, and also here's the other thing, you know, I, I'm the number one contender for a slam anniversary. I did that by, I, I got into the, I, I got the opportunity to be in this eight four one match. Okay. You know, and I realized that I only showed up uh, in the company at rebellion, you know, a, a couple of months back. And I realized that, you know, nowadays we've got to be very, we've got to watch out for everybody's feelings. You know, everyone's so upset, everyone's so nervous about hurting the other wrestlers' feelings. And, you know, we've got to take into account everyone's feelings and inclusiveness and blah, blah, blah. So I decided that to take some of the pressure off the office, yeah, because it's obvious, right, that if I'm coming in, there's one place that I'm going. It's the main event. It's the world title picture, right? There's only, there's only one place for me to go. Route one. Yeah. But I understand that if I come in and just say that and just, and then, and then it happens is that they, they, then, you know, Scott Demore and the rest of the impact office are going to have to deal with all these, you know, all these butthurt wrestlers. So I play the benevolent and I go, Oh, you know, 
I'd play the game, Tom. You know what I mean? I go, oh, you know, it's it's about respecting the championship, and I'm going to earn it. I'm going to do it the right way, and by golly, I'm going to I'm going to earn it, and I'm going to oh sure I'll wrestle Sheldon Jean, whoever that is, and I'll beat him, and yes, okay, fine. And I was just I was having my time wasted, yeah. So finally, I get to the point where I, I get that I'm, I'm the number one contender for Slammiversary. No one can take that away from me. It's official. It's in the books. It's signed. Okay, now I can stop with this. I can stop with the politics. Yeah, now I can just be strict with business. So I go, hey, Alex Shelley, whack, right? Don't disrespect me. You know, get your head in the game because uh, this is going to be a transitional championship run for you. And and quite frankly, that's what you really deserve. Uh, and uh, and I just you know just reminded him that you know disrespecting me comes with a price. And uh, you know we could have done it. We could have done it the honourable way. Um, but you decided to be a glory hound uh, and try to make everything about you. So now it's gonna, you know, now now it's gonna, now it's gonna be uh, a little rough for him. Uh, with uh, with respect aside, do you appreciate some of the the perfect symmetry here in the sense that your first slam anniversary, you were opposite Alex Shelley, and here we are once again. It's just, just... your your star-crossed lovers set to always find each other. It's a it's a nice full circle moment. Um, it's certainly certainly a nice moment for him, you know, to be able to to get the rub uh, from wrestling me. Um, you know, given the fact that you know since that time I've ascended to heights that 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 he has has yet to reach, uh, and so you know the the I the, the the unique element of this match is that I think that. Um, the, the man currently holding the championship, I think, is a, is a significant underdog. And I think that, uh, you know, I will say this for him. Um, I know he'll be, I know he's deep in preparation. And I know that uh, it means a lot to him to be the world champion after 20 years of grafting. Um, and, uh, and certainly take nothing away from Steve Macklin, although I do think Macklin, you know, probably a little bit distracted worrying about me. Uh, and obviously now he's got this ongoing, you know, drama with Scott Demore. Um, you know, I think that played into, uh, you know, Alex Shelley being able to win the big one and get the get the title. Um, but make no mistake about it, Tom. If Alex Shelley can beat me, then he is legitimate. If he can beat me at Slammiversary, uh, no one, no one can say anything about his uh his claim to being a, a credible world champion but he's got to beat me to do it uh, you've spoken many times in interviews and on impact about how you've changed since magnus was in a tna wrestling ring you're not magnus you're not the rough draft as you describe yourself uh, you're now nick aldis away from what's changed about you what's changed about impact slash tna since your last run and what has stayed the same I think that the, you know, there is a is a there is a vast difference between the impact wrestling uh, culture now versus what it was. You know, there's certainly, um, you know, before it really was shark infested waters. You know, there were a lot of uh, very high level political operators uh, in in you know then TNA. Um, you're talking about you know a lot of multimillionaires who had really. Uh, honed their skills as far as sort of um, manipulating backstage and, and uh, you know, 
had enough power to to wield it and so you know there's definitely a more positive sort of team atmosphere um you know impact now it certainly feels like everybody is driving towards a singular goal of sort of raising the profile of of impact in general and and you know to putting out the best the best performances they can yeah the, the the flip side of that is that it's prime real estate for somebody like me for a chess player like me to come in and be like all right enough enough with this enough with this performative performative uh, kumbaya you know let's all hold hands and congratulate each other you know pat each other on the back stuff you know this is this is a, a prime uh, prime opportunity for someone a little more uh, shark like um and uh, not to say that i've stepped on anyone but like i said i just you know i played the game um up until the point it was necessary uh and now now i can now i can sort of step up and and you know this weekend in atlanta i'm looking forward to you know getting a live mic in my hand without the restrictions of trying to endear myself to anyone uh and uh, and set set my intentions for slammiversary and and then come uh, july the 15th i'm ready to take this championship and take the company to uh, to a new level there's something to be said for uh, for getting in the li- getting on the live mic and and setting records straight. Now we've seen your name brought up a lot uh, over the past few months. It was uh, your final weeks with NWA. There was a lot being said, but you were very quiet. Very much like how Drew McIntyre has been with WWE recently. Uh, you've opted to stay silent uh, amidst waves of skepticism, rumor, and innuendo. I'm intrigued to know, Nick, when all that is happening around you. When there are articles and reports going up that name check you, how do you fight the urge to not just jump online and set the record straight? Well, a lot of the time it's because you don't know yourself. Um, you know, and a lot of the speculation, um, you don't you don't know whether it's coming from a credible source or not. So, you know, it's really a it's a um it's a it's a waste of energy to to be trying to sort of resist a narrative. I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. Uh, and so what I've learned is that, you know, uh, if, if you, if, you know, if you're very quick to sort of jump on something and push back and go, no, no, that's not true. Da, 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 all it really does is sort of um, attract more of it. Uh, and, you know, and as far as like the sort of the NWA stuff was concerned, you know, I've really stayed away from that because I really felt like, <laughs> Um, I felt like, you know, Billy kind of proved my point for me very quickly, uh, you know, in his own decisions and choices. Uh, and so I just kind of went, cool, good luck with that. Uh, you know, I'm going to move on to the next chapter of my career. Uh, and, you know, I found that, you know, in, in general, that tends to work best. Um, you know, there have been times where I felt like it was necessary for me to you know respond and to defend myself but i only do that if i feel like something that has been said that's sort of egregious um and you know and and damaging but you know uh if it's speculation you know and all that sort of thing like that just means that you're interesting and that that if if people are speculating about where you're going that just that just shows that you've got you know enough you know the the the, I would have been more concerned if I'd have left and people have been like, all right, <laughs> uh, who cares? 
you know, uh, the, the fact that there was a lot of speculation as to where it would end up and, you know, and things like that, like that's, um, that's a good indication that I've, you know, I've got enough, uh, interest and in sort of cachet in the business. So I just, you know, I, I take the positive from it and, and then just keep moving forward. I think there's a, 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 another person like yourself a lot of people have been talking about has been Mickey James who uh, started the year off so strong uh, taking the Impact Knockouts Championship into WWE territory uh, uh, getting injured uh, following the last rodeo and just as you're coming in yeah. uh, she's stepping away the, the timing is pretty rotten uh, for you guys uh, but how is Mickey doing uh, is there an ETA on a possible return for, for Mickey James soon? Well, she's a hundred percent. So now it's just a case of uh, she's just waiting for her right moment, um, you know. And and uh, look, we have we we do have interests uh, outside of wrestling. You know, we have a, a supplement company, and um, Mickey uh, you know, is is obviously she has her show and she has her music stuff, and she's you know we have the, the horses, um, we have uh, and we're also. Um, producing uh, a show in australia uh, you know and there's and there's also mickey is a, a producer of the last match musical um which obviously is which is having some great success and is and is getting ready to really make a big splash of worldwide and i think that um you know so she's really just sort of weighing up um where she wants to spend her time because you know we also have to because we also have a son you know so it's also a case of uh making you know making the, the best use of our time um that means we have to be away from you know our son uh it, you know it needs to be it needs to be on something that she feels is you know valuable and, and worthwhile uh she's certainly gonna show up again at impact wrestling at some point but it's like i said it's finding the right time and you know she's not she she's been around enough you know she's not in a, a rush to get back just for attention's sake like she's going to bide her time and make it meaningful because she's in that position she's got enough name, name value and enough um you know star power where she's not worried about you know um being out of sight out of mind because she knows that the second that she comes back in sight like, she'll be the, the talk of the town 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Talking to town on TV, I have to share this with you. In fact, you're the only person that I will probably interview for Cultaholic that I can talk about this with. Uh, Gladiators is coming back, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Getting Gladiators back on BBC One, a brand new crop of uh, Gladiators. BBC, of all places, I mean, who would have ever thought that the BBC, the, the earlier than now <laughs> BBC, would be doing Gladiators? That's yeah. the true forbidden door right there. That's right. the real forbidden yes, sir. door. No kidding. What advice can you, Oblivion, give uh, up-and-coming gladiators and contestants? Um, be the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, when I did when I when I did gladiators, okay, I never forget this. I we might I might told you a story before, but they, you did. But it's a good story. The, the producers they get everyone together and they go, okay, guys, like this is serious, you know, and and we can't leave this room until we you know until somebody's and we're sort of going like, oh god, like did somebody steal something? You know, did like a like what's happened? You know, uh, and they go someone needs to be the bad guy someone needs to be the villain character right and like all the other guys are looking around like they just asked him for a kidney and i just go i'll do it <laughs> please like, i thought everyone would be fighting i thought everyone would be fighting for it and everyone was like oh no i don't want to be a bad guy i don't want people to boo me and say mean things about me and i was like right here and then you know obviously it was like best decision i could have made uh guys be a character they don't care whether you're good or not at the games no one will as long as you don't as long as you don't like completely suck at the games yeah what they care about is what you do after and what you do before okay this yeah like the, the, the most important time on screen is going to be the 30 seconds that you get after the event okay make it count and uh use it to build uh stuff for uh, when Gladiators is over because it won't last forever. Uh, and I saw guys when I was on Gladiators who were like, who were talking about it as if it was going to be like their job. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like this show's not going to last that long. Like, you know, I was already like, I'd signed with TNA and I remember like coming in to do the second season, I'd already signed with TNA and they were going like, well, what are you going to do about Gladiators? And I was like, well, they'll figure it out. <laughs> That'd you know, be like, fine. Yeah. Like we're, what are you talking like you think this is like you think this is going to be like your job you're going to sort of like yeah. hello i'm so and so i'm a gladiator you know like it's, like, it's, it's a role on a tv show you know like just like use it to get as much like attention as you can build build a brand get you know get all your socials sorted get everything ready and use it to just springboard as much stuff as possible and if you get a chance to do panto do it oh yes panto, Panto, let me tell you, is the most fun I've ever had. It was absolutely fantastic. It's so fun. It's like it's the most. It's one of the most uh, gratifying uh, experiences that you you can have, and and you'll 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 cherish it forever. I promise. It's it's brilliant. Do it. Oh no, it isn't. 
That's it. <laughs> hey! We, look, we're going to get on to it. We're going to get back to Impact uh, Slammiversary uh, on July the 15th. I want to quickly do a, a quick uh, pit stop because you've got uh, another visit with New Japan Pro Wrestling on the horizon. Another multiverse show uh, is on the cards for Impact Wrestling. Very quickly, Nick, I've got to, I've got to know across that horizon of New Japan Pro Wrestling talent, uh, who would Nick Aldis love to step in there with? Well, I, you know, I would be very careful when I say this because the last time someone asked me this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it got turned it, like by the, you know, the, the Sean Ross saps, God love him and all these of the world. Like they turned it into Nick Aldis says he wants to wrestle, you know, Okada, you know, and, all this, and it's like you've you left out the part where someone said, if you could <laughs> wrestle someone from New Japan, like who would it be? Right. You know, and like it looks like I'm going like I want to wrestle this guy, multiple, you know, anyway. So, um, <laughs> uh, you know, look, um, if you're asking me who, you know, who would I like to work with from New Japan? Uh, Okada, you yeah. know, or Sonata. Um, you know, Okada, you know, I know both of them and it's interesting because we both, you know, obviously uh, Okada and I, you know, were he was in TNA very, very early on, you know, both of us were just, you know, complete rookies and just like just you know just spent most of the time at the tv tapings just sitting around you know wondering if we were going to have a four minute match on explosion you know and just sort of just just kind of enjoying the process i suppose and you know just sort of taking it all in uh and obviously to see what he's become um you know is, is exciting and i'm proud of him and you know and then sonata he was part of impact later on when i was you know further on in my career and so it's like you know but again you could see that you know the talent there and the look you know great looking guy and great a lot of charisma like that you know sonata was a wild one man like he's a funny guy and uh we had some wild nights out back in the day you know on the road and stuff like he really knows you know we had it you know he was part of a little crew that we had there where we were all in our sort of mid to late 20s you know no kids no you know no no responsibilities, like, you know, just the perfect time to just sort of have fun and, you know, get into trouble a little bit and, and, and you know, and, and really uh, sort of let loose. Um, and so, you know, we, I always think of him in that regard. So again, it's cool to see him ascend. Uh, and, you know, I think, you know, we're both sort of at the top of our games in that respect. So that would be cool too, um, you know, but that's even if I'm at that show. You know, like, you know, we don't, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Breaking news. Nick, no. Um, let's, let's, uh, let's talk yeah, Slammiversary. Not Sonada or Okada is <laughs> not coming. Aldis says he would beat shit out of Sonada. Um, <laughs> now, Slammiversary on July 15th, which you can watch on Impact Plus and on Fights all around the world. Now, Slammiversary is normally where Impact celebrates its wild and woolly history. So, quick game yeah. of Slammiversary would you rather for you, Nick? All right. <laughs> would you rather? There's always something with me, mate. Uh, would you rather a grand championship match against Moose or a hard 10 match against Puppet and Tio? What? A hard 10 match against Puppet and Tio. What, what is that? <laughs> it's a hardcore match with uh, everyone's favorite uh, wrestling small people, Puppet and Tio. In the, in the first few weeks of NWA TNA. You'd have loved that. Wow, 
I must have missed that one. Apologies, everyone. You'd love the Grand Championship. That's right in your wheelhouse. It's yeah, Grand Championship. British rules. Good. Yeah, Grand Championship was fun. I mean, I like. I think you know. Uh, I think I would probably opt for the Grand Championship just for the sake of the for the audience's sake because the audience would probably <laughs> would probably like that one better. Although you know, who knows? Actually. But the, you know they're saying that the the, the hard the hard ten match with uh, is it puppet and Tio. Puppet and Tio. I mean, that, you know, like that'd be a once in a lifetime. Um, depends on the payday. <laughs> I'd be paid. On the, okay, here's one for a payday. If the payday, if, if the payday was a hard ten, brother. Then, <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the payday could be good for this one. Would you rather join Aces and Eights or Vince Russo Sports Entertainment Extreme? Oh my God. Is there a rather quit the company? <laughs> no, you can either you can you can either get your skins or you can hang notice. out with Vince. <laughs> Give my notice. Um, eight is an eight, I suppose. Would you rather rejoin? I'd be the least, like the least, like credible member of a biker gang. I think that would make you the best member of a biker gang. Even though they never rode any motorbikes. How dare you? What? Surely not. They surely they all they, they ride at least one, and they all just kind of get get a backy on just the one. I mean, there might have been a motorbike at some point in some sort, but I don't remember ever seeing one. Imagine a motorbike club without a motorbike. It makes it even funnier. Um, <laughs> would you rather rejoin World Elite or rejoin Main Event Mafia? Oh, Main Event Mafia. Yes. The world elite was like it. That idea has been tried, you know, in various different forms, and it just never works. Like foreign guys, like <laughs> oh, oh, these dastardly people from places that aren't America. <laughs> like what? Come on, man! Like this is this is you know, it, 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 it's never worked. Like it, yeah, no. Okay, would you rather team with beer money in a street fight or team 3D in a tables match? Oh, beer money, 100%. Nice, lovely stuff. You had a belter with James Storm at Slam. Last Slamversary you had. Yeah, that's right. That was my last Slamversary. It was a belter, yeah. And and beer money, I don't think beer money ever get the credit that they deserve as as being like for such a hot act. Like they weren't just a great tag team. They really were like for a period of time there, I think they were the, they were the, the most over act in the whole company. Um, you know, we were fortunate, Doug and I to get, to get sort of uh, married with them on the, on a lot of house shows and stuff like that. That's I, I definitely, I mean, I, I, I grew a lot very quickly uh, by being, you know, by getting to work with beer money on house shows because they were so over. So then you had the, you know, then there was less pressure. And then, you know, as a result of that, you get to, you know, find who you are and build your heat and get comfortable and stuff because beer money were, you know, they were, they were very, very popular um, for a time. They really helped carry the company. One more for you. Would you rather face Abyss in a monster's ball match or Alex Shelley in ultimate X? Well, I've already faced Abyss in a monster's ball before. Uh, I think, I think it was a monster's ball tagged. Like it was, it was me and me and Tom against him and Jeff Hardy, I think. I think it was a monster's ball. Well, anyway, he choke slammed me on thumbtacks, and that wasn't very fun. So I've always sort of been there, done that with him. Uh, so I'd like to do the ultimate X. In fact, it's funny because so we were talking about this. 
when I was at, uh, at, at Impact um, last week. I forget how it came up, but I was talking with Trey Miguel, I think, about doing Ultimate X. And I was like, he was like, would you do it? I was like, yeah, I'd do it. Like, I think, it, you know, I, I know that I think that I think I think the Dudleys did it. I think you know, Team 3D, I think they did one before. And I said, you know, I think sometimes it, it like it might be fun to take guys who are not necessarily who you immediately would think of for an Ultimate X and put them in it because it creates, you know, unique uh, storytelling opportunities and, you know, psychology. So, yeah, ultimately. Well, there won't be an X above the ring, but there will be uh, a world championship when you face Alex Shelley. July 15th, Slammiversary. They'll finally have a world champion they can be proud of, Tom. Time to level up. Time to level up Impact Wrestling again. Yes, thank you very much. And uh, if, I, if I win the championship, I'll, I'll use my payday to help. Uh, 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 I'll get you a better shirt. Just don't emboss me with the belt is all you I can. ask. Thank you. We'll emboss the charity shop with that shirt. <laughs> Primark special, mate. Thank you. You should buy another one just like it and then throw them both away. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 